Hello, everyone. I'm Emily Lavender, and this is the Forever Marriage Podcast. Forever Marriage at Lakewood exists to strengthen families by helping couples discover God's design for marriage. Welcome back to the Forever Marriage Podcast. This is Season 4, Episode 9, and we are talking about the one another's of Scripture. And so last episode, we kicked off um, Be Devoted to One Another and started moving into 10 ways to outdo one another in showing honor. And so we covered the first one, which was to bear one another's burdens. And so we're going to move into number two, which is building one another up. But first, Scott and Dawn, welcome. Good morning. Good morning. How are y'all this morning? How am I this morning? Mm-hmm. Do you really want to know? Yeah, I do. Of course we do. <laughs> <laughs> what if I what if I were not good? Would I would I should I sh- share that? Yeah, I mean, you know what? We're um uh, we're an open bunch in this place. I don't I feel like our listeners are Depending on what you're not good about, yeah, is this something I, we need to press pause again <laughs> and talk yeah. about? A I don't want share. you telling them before you tell me. So, well, honey, that's been the nature of our know, life. Is I know people hear things publicly before you hear it. I privately. know, which is crazy. Does that bother you? Of course it does. <laughs> <laughs> I think it would bother most any normal wife. I mean, is that normal? So. Em, what would you do if you heard something from Benji publicly before he shared it privately? I mean, and I, usually it's not, I mean, I, I can't, it's not like sordid details of something. <laughs> I'm trying good. to think of it. <laughs> good. I'm trying yeah, to think if there's anything. What are, what are some things? Usually what I will do is if we're in a group setting teaching, I will look at Dawn because I can I could cheer about most anything and not be embarrassed. And Dawn usually feels like there's certain things you should be embarrassed about, but mm-hmm. I'm not. Mm-hmm. And I will <laughs> I will look at you and I'll say, "Hey, do you mind if I share?" And it's usually right there in front of everybody, so it's like, "Well, you may as well share it now because yeah, they've already." That's right. At least yeah. you ask. I do ask. Do you I'm ever trying, tell him I'm no? trying to honor you. Do I ever tell him no? I I can't remember a time. I that, can't remember a time that you have. No, I can't remember a time that I've said no. You can't share. But yeah, usually the stuff. If I know, okay, I can't share that. I know that. Yeah. Um, yeah. We just all know that you're just, you know, open it's like just that. Everybody knows book. that. It just makes people feel uncomfortable. And <laughs> I, I, w- I don't know that I would have shared that. So. All right. So in this episode, we're talking about, as Em said, this is, uh, we're looking at how to be devoted to one another. And we started breaking down in, in episode eight. 10 ways to outdo one another in showing on. We're talking about how to show honor to one another. And at the end of episode eight, we talked about bearing one another's burdens through the lens of praying with and for one another, listening to one another, giving wise counsel if and when it's requested, and then taking task off of each other or just some practical ways that we can bear one another's burdens. In this episode, we want to talk about building one another up. And if you read the New Testament, especially the epistles of Paul, you'll hear and see a lot of this language 
where he talks about building one another up. And he, he says in 1 Thessalonians 5, 11, he says, Therefore, encourage one another and build one another up just as you also are doing. I'm going to put you all on the spot and ask you a question. Mm-hmm. Look at that verse. Therefore, encourage one another and build one another up just as you also are doing. What is an implication that Paul is making in that verse? That they're already doing it, that so keep all, doing yeah. it. Yeah, he's making an, I, I should have said assumption, not an implication, but the assumption is that it is something that you're doing. So here's a question that probably we need to start this episode with is, are you, are you and your spouse practically right now building one another up? Paul says in 1 Thessalonians 5.11, I'll say it one more time, therefore encourage one another and build one another up, build up one another just as you also were doing. So the assumption that we make, and you know it doesn't work well to make assumptions generally, but what he is assuming is that building one another up is a normative practice within the body of Christ. And it is, it should be hopefully a normative practice for us within the kingdom of God. So I'm going to do a little something I said in the last episode. We're looking at the Greek word for build one another up. And it is, let me see if this works. Strong's G, 3618, Now see, he says it like it should be said. If I, if I, it's spelled O-I-K-O-D-O-M-E-O, and I would have said oikodomeo. Mm-hmm. That is the Greek in the Effingham <laughs> dialect. <laughs> Effingham, shout out to our, to our homies in Effingham County, Georgia, down in Rinkin and Springfield. That's how I would have said it, but it literally means to build a house. So, as we encourage one another and build one another up, we're actually building a home where grace, love, and mercy can dwell. So uh, when you break that word down, you've probably seen the Greek yogurt, oikos. Oikos literally is family or home, and domeo, it's, dom- it's where we get our, our word domestication. It's, 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 it's to build. And so you're literally, literally, it's, it is to build a home is how it's broken down. I love this verse came on radar for me several years ago, and it's just so rich in what Solomon says. Proverbs 18, 21 says it this way. Death and life are in the power of the tongue, and those who love it will eat its fruits. In other words, what he's saying there is you're going to eat the fruits of whatever you're, you're sowing. So if I am sowing seeds of encouragement, of love and support of Dawn, we're going we're gonna to reap those seeds in our marriage. Conversely, if I am sowing seeds of discouragement, uh, criticism, judgmental attitudes or whatever, we're going to reap that as well. 
Each day, the words you and I use are either building up our spouses or we're tearing down our spouses. I personally believe there's very few neutral words. Either Benji is building Emily up or he's tearing her down and vice versa. So we're either building up or tearing down the house of God on a daily basis. So here's a question I want to ask you. Are you presently building up your spouse? Or are you, have you recently been tearing down your spouse? Now, Dawn uses this language pretty regularly, is that sometimes we begin living isolated lives in our minds before we actually begin living it physically. And so one thing we may want to ask ourselves is, what has been my attitude mentally towards my spouse recently? Have I been thinking positive thoughts, encouraging thoughts about them? Have I been building them up in my mind or have I been tearing them down in my mind? What have I been thinking? How have I most recently used my words? Am I building up my spouse or am I tearing down my spouse? And you just think about this. We're coming, we're into the new year now where many of us are making resolutions or setting goals. And so one of the challenges you may just want to think about as we're starting 2024 is simply this. Hey, Lord, put a guard over my lips. Help me to speak truthfully in love. Let the words of my mouth and the meditations of my heart be pleasing and acceptable in your sight. That's what the psalmist says in Psalm 1914. So we're seeing here that one of the ways that we can outdo one another in showing honor is not only, number one, bearing one another's burdens, but two, building one another up. So let me just ask you once again, how are you building up your spouse? If you're not presently building them up verbally, what are some things that needs to change? You can simply ask your spouse this, hey, hon, what can I do to encourage you? What do I say? What do I do that brings encouragement to you? Let me just ask you, Em, what does Benji say or do that encourages you? It's kind of a joke now, but he'll look at me often and say, um, you're just so capable. <laughs> <laughs> he's he's not wrong. He you is. Are, you know, we, but listen, we think the that's same a, thing that's about you. That's a very you. truthful statement. It is. Mm-hmm. I mean, it is encouraging to me, but it's kind of funny now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, that is so true. I mean... I don't know that that's the most romantic verbiage I've ever sorry. heard, but, but I think that that's very true of you and <laughs> absolutely right. Yep. Yeah, that's that's one thing that comes to mind. Mm-hmm. That's funny. Mm-hmm. How am I doing in building you up? Me? Yeah. <laughs> no, M. Yeah, how are you doing? <laughs> um, I think you do a pretty good job, but I will say, I mean, words of affirmation it's are not, not high it's on not my list. Your big deal. No, yeah. it's not necessarily a big deal, but I do, you know, I do like to hear it every now and then. And so to, you know, it, whether whether the house looked great at Christmas mm-hmm. or, um, you know, our family time was good together or something mm-hmm. like that. I always, I like to hear, I like to hear those things, but it's not necessarily something that I have to have all the time. Mm-hmm. But it's So important. what can I say or do to build you up most? Well, whenever you ask me, how can I help you? 
What do you need from me? Mm -hmm. Those are the most encouraging building up words that I hear from you because I, I, you know, for such a long period in my, in our marriage, that was of no interest to you. Mm -hmm. It was more of a, you need to get yourself together. You need to take care of all these, Mm -hmm. this business or whatever. So it wasn't like, you were very supportive of me coming mm-hmm. alongside me. So for me, a lot of times it's just more of the questions that you ask me when you're engaged in my life and wanting to help and, um, you know, wanting to see the best come out of me. Um, I, that, that I appreciate. Yeah. So as I'm listening, I'm, I'm thinking that for our listeners, that may be a helpful exercise is for, each of each partner to write down what what are some things maybe questions that my partner can ask things that my partner can say um, things that they can do that build me up because as you alluded to I think building up is going to come whether you realize it or not what Dawn just said she was referencing. Uh, the five Gary uh, Chapman's, the five love languages and building up is going to come to different people in different ways. As Dawn said, you know, words of affirmation, which is one of the five love languages real quick. That's words of affirmation, quality time, acts of service, giving gifts, physical touch. Those are the five love languages. And probably if you're thinking about building up, if you think about whatever is your primary love language, that's probably going to be some of the most meaningful ways that your partner builds you up. For instance, if physical touch is yours, if your partner just approaches you with an unrequested, if they take the initiative just for a just a loving, non-sexual hug, that probably builds you up if physical touch is one of your primary things. But what builds me up is, because mine is acts of service, when Dawn does things around the house or acts around the house or services around the house, things that I don't request, you know, like... Honestly, it really means a lot when I come home and we don't put one another's clothes away. But if Dawn has washed my clothes and folded them and I see my T-shirts and my underwear are there for me to put away, that just that builds me up. And I feel very loved. So good. I'm so glad. Thank you for doing that. You're welcome. So we've been talking here uh, about how to be devoted to one another in brotherly love. And we've given two ways that we can do that in showing honor. The first is in bearing one another's burdens. The second is building one another up. And then the third is by caring for one another. Paul says in 1 Corinthians 12, 24, and 25, But God so composed the body, giving more abundant honor, so that, more abundant honor to that member which lacked that there should be no division in the body, but that the members should have the same care for one another. Obviously what Paul's talking about here is in the context of the members of the body of Christ caring for one another. And when there is a a member of the body that is lacking, those who are not lacking show honor by caring for them. And so one of the questions that we have in the context of marriage is how does caring for one another 
when we have a, a partner in our marriage that is lacking, how does that show honor to them? And I think we can, it, it shows honor in a couple of ways. One, think about it this way. If you bring strengths to the table that your partner is lacking in, I, I will say it this way. In the early years of our marriage, I, I had things that I don't want to say I was good at, but when we talked about spiritual disciplines or certain things, rather than providing care for Dawn, encouraging her in her spiritual growth and development, I, I tended to be look more judgmental at her. I was more critical of her. I did not provide the care that I could have, that I should have, because I just looked down upon her. So what, what I want to ask you is in the context of marriage, if you have a strength in your marriage, whether it's financially, relationally, uh, anything that you bring to the table that you know is a deficiency in your partner, how can you show care to them? Here's, here's some things I want to, to encourage you. As you, as you show care for them where they're lacking, it's, it's giving honor to them. One, it displays humility. It's not, it's not you saying, Hey, I'm better than you in this is actually you trying to come beside them in an understanding way in humility, simply asking, how can I help you in this? One of the things it does too, as you're showing care for your partner that may be lacking in an area, it shows your loyalty to them because in the early years of our marriage, it, it created a dissension between me and Dawn because it's, it's almost as if I didn't treat her as though we were on the same team. But as I grew and God began, uh, perfecting me more into the image and likeness of Christ, I began to see this as a way of displaying loyalty to her and she to me because there's things that she is better at than me. And as she shows honor to me, it, it displays loyalty. It displays love, um, unconditional love, especially at that, because that is going to be the challenge for most of us in marriage is can we give unconditional love to one another when we feel that our partner has not earned it or deserved it? So we're talking about caring for one another. And as we do so, it's a display of humility. It's a display of loyalty. It's a display of love. Fourth, it's a display of acceptance. Acceptance in the sense that what Paul says in Romans, for us to accept one another just as God in Christ has accepted us. So let me just ask you this. Would your partner say that you unconditionally accept them? And I'm not saying in the context of condoning or approving, but I'm just saying if they, if your partner feels that they may not be up to speed with you, they may be lacking in some area, would they say that in that area they feel that you unconditionally love and accept them? And if not, that is an area that you may want to focus on. How are you caring? Because what we want to do in caring for one another in an area that is lacking is come alongside them with empathy, with sympathy, uh, 
being to them at what Christ is for us. Because Paul says it this way in Ephesians 4.32, be kind to one another, tenderhearted, compassionate, forgiving one another, just as God in Christ has forgiven you. And that's really what we're attempting to do in marriage by showing honor and specifically in giving care is to give to our partner the same care and consideration honor, loyalty, and love that God through Christ has given us. Solomon says in Proverbs 21, 21, he who pursues righteousness and loyalty finds life, righteousness, and honor. As we close this episode, I just want to ask you, what are you pursuing right now in your marriage? And if you follow that pursuit to its logical end, where is it going to take you? I would encourage you to pursue righteousness and loyalty because what Solomon says is you pursue righteousness, growing in Christ, um, developing your relationship with Christ. As you pursue righteousness and loyalty, not only to Christ, but with your partner as well, what Solomon says, you're going to find life, you're going to find righteousness, and you're going to find honor. As we come back in episode 10, we're going to pick up with the fourth of the 10 ways to outdo one another in showing honor by comforting one another. We hope you'll join us then.